0: you're listening to daily dispatch by your story a show that tells you about all things making news in the startup tech and digital ecosystem in this episode we catch up with varun chowdhury of cg cop global
1: well hello and a very warm welcome to daily dispatch a show that gives you all the latest news and updates from the digital ecosystem I'm Priyashay, thank you so much for logging in. Time now to get you all the top news stories that we've been tracking today. Well, days after Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced a 1000 crore seed fund for startups, the Minister of Commerce and Industry, Priyush Goyal, has urged businesses and entrepreneurs to dedicate a portion of their wealth for early stage investing in startups.
0: Our Indian business persons should dedicate a portion of their wealth, a portion of their value to support the Indian uh, startups, particularly for the early stage investors. And uh, I have in fact uh, shared my thoughts on an, on an earlier occasion, I believe if all our business persons come together and pool their resources, maybe an initial 10,000 crore rupees fund which is domestically driven, professionally managed, with no role of government in it, but handles our startups, our indigenous startups, from amongst all of you, each one of you take one or two startups to mentor them. Take a few startups who engage with your own companies and your colleagues to help them overcome the initial difficulties. I think we can really do great service to the startup world.
1: Well, moving on to the second headline of the day, consumer goods company Rekit Ben Kaiser has led a 45 crore funding round in homegrown grooming firm Bombay Shaving Company. Interestingly, Rekit is the second large firm to back the five year old startup after Colgate Palmolive invested in it in 2018. Now, these funds will be used by the Bombay Shaving Company to scale up operations and target a revenue of 150 crore rupees in the next fiscal It will also use these funds to expand its offline. And retail distribution. Well, the much-awaited venture of OnePlus co-founder Carl Pei is literally called Nothing. The consumer tech startup is expected to roll out its first set of smart devices in the first half of 2021. Last week, Nothing received seed funding from cred founder Kunal Shah and since December, the startup has raised about $7 million in seed funding from a clutch of angel investors globally. Well moving on to the final headline of the daily digital investment platform for securitized debt instrument Growfix has raised 2 million dollars in seed funding. This is led by Zerodha's fintech investment fund Rainmatter and the participation from Better Capital. Now a group of more than 20 entrepreneurs also participated in this funding round.
2: the second segment of the day, we have with us somebody who has been making YY noodles and popularizing them in India. We have with us Varun Chaudhary from CG Group. Thank you so much, Mr. Chaudhary, for joining us today. I wanted to understand over the last couple of months, there have been an exponential growth of convenience foods that have taken place in the market. What has been the kind of growth that YY noodles has seen amid this pandemic? Uh,
3: it's been quite adventurous, actually. First of all, thank you, Priya. I'm happy that I'm part of this uh, show of yours uh, and you've done a wonderful job in terms of how you've built this show and uh, the platform. So my congratulations to you, first of all. Uh, the last nine months, obviously, you know, has been quite adventurous. Uh, it's been, it's been uh, a time, obviously, where no one, even in their wildest of dreams, would have thought that a day of this sort could also, you know, uh, be faced by all of us living in such an exciting era. But nevertheless, uh, the Q1 part of uh, the year, uh, let's say 2020, when the whole lockdown started, you know, we were all sort of in this state of uh, confusion that what would happen next. But we obviously got to act together. And uh, slowly but steadily, we started to uh, do things, keeping in mind the health and safety first. And we gradually started to uh, build up our capacities, obviously in a limited way. And then... Uh, things started to um, sort of uh, take a uh, center stage in terms of our whole supply chain distribution and making things available in the market. So every day sort of uh, was challenging, Uh, but I mean, you know, we we got to do what we got to do. So uh, we are happy that we were able to at least uh, get the whole system in motion. You'll be happy to know that during the entire time, in fact, uh, not one person was laid off Uh, We did not uh, leave off even a single person, but we focused on... producing and making uh, things available, uh, products available in the market.
2: Right, I'm going to come to that in a bit, but I wanted to understand in terms of absolute growth, you know, convenience foods, right from dips to sauces to noodles to biscuits, uh, they've seen a double digit or even a triple digit growth in many categories. So for you at YY noodles, what has been the absolute growth uh, like? And if you compare this to pre-COVID levels, are you back to pre-COVID levels?
3: Um, yes, uh, if you ask me, obviously the entire FMCG industry did see an exponential sort of a growth, which which is uh, it's, it's nothing new. I mean, everybody knows that. Uh, what we obviously expected uh, things to be after probably uh, once things sort of you know, the lockdown, uh, it, it got lifted and you know things started uh, falling in place in terms of the normal routine life. So uh, we feel that things have started to obviously fall back in the pre-COVID levels. It's in fact, more than the pre-COVID level, I would say. Uh, And the momentum which we all gathered during the COVID times, I think that sort of has become a benchmark for us to to grow our business in terms of the uh, volumes and numbers. So that is one thing which has given um, every FMCG company uh, a, a, a standard uh, benchmark that, you know, at least this is something the minimum threshold all of us should look at. So, you know, that, that has become the barometer for us also. And we are keeping that as a base and growing from there.
2: So, you know, my favorite question that I ask a lot of FMCG companies is how many packets of YY noodles did India consume during the lockdown? Is there a number that you have?
3: I, you know what, I've never ever counted in terms of packets of noodles, but let's say we did well and we are doing well. Let's keep that in, in mind. And uh, even uh, during uh, the lockdown, you'll we'll be happy to know that, you know, we did add capacities and we are still in the process of adding further capacities.
2: I understand. 120 crore rupees is the kind of investment that you've been looking at to ramp up capacity. So Ranat, so what has been the capacity expansion plan and what is the kind of target that you're aiming for?
3: Um, So we did add capacities in our Bihar unit and uh, going forward, we are adding uh, more capacities uh, in the East India. And also uh, we have plans to uh, further add in our Rajasthan unit. So overall, uh, you know the impetus which we want to give is uh, across india and in uh, those markets where we are strong we want to further strengthen those markets and those markets where we feel there is scope you know we want to fill in uh, the gaps where it's required by obviously gaining market shares apart from uh, the noodles you know we are looking at uh, other products as well uh, that's that's been our strategy this year in terms of uh, getting into a uh, multi-product company. Uh, So we launched our sources. Uh, We are in the process of launching multiple other products, which you will see in the course of this year. Or most likely...
2: You uh, know,
3: this by 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 mid mid of this year you'll see a lot of new products in the market
2: right i this i exactly what i wanted to ask you with regards to the kind of product launches and the category expansion that you've planned you said sauces is one category that you've entered into uh, are there three other three or four other categories that you plan to diversify into this year if you could just name uh, which categories would these be would these be more in the ready to eat ready to cook space
3: um yeah so it is in the similar obviously uh, categories as uh, Noodles, so it'll be extension of probably like sauces we've done, and we want to focus obviously on the instant uh, food category, which is your ready-to-eat category, and uh, we want to also see if there are uh, newer frontiers in the FMCG consumer uh, goods category that we want to get into. So you know, a lot of things are in the pipeline. I think it'll be too primitive for me to uh, sort of uh, say this right now, but I'm sure you know I'll be back in your program once again, and maybe that time I can give you the full blast in terms of where we are heading.
2: Right when you talk about your overall uh, production capacity wanted to understand whether uh, you are also looking at investing more into your business in terms of absolute figures uh, is 124 rupees the total amount of investment that you are like looking at putting into or is this just a phase wise investment plan no it's just a phase wise
3: investment like i said you know it's a phase wise investment and uh, uh, for the newer categories which we are looking at, obviously that would require further capital. The, the capacities where we are also looking at expanding that will also look at further investment. And you know, we as a group, you know, we are a debt-free group at the moment. Uh, um, not well, I mean, not at the moment. We've always been a debt-free group, so to speak, uh, uh, at least in uh, India. And uh, uh, we are out in the market looking at uh, in growth as well. We are looking at many opportunities. We are looking at. Uh, Acquiring companies, so uh, so our our vision, our our focus, and um, at least our uh, our idea is crystal clear to us where we want to head in the next couple of years. So
2: when I talk about twenty twenty one and your roadmap for the year ahead, if you could highlight three of your top priorities that you would uh, you know sort of work on in the coming year.
3: Okay, uh, that's uh, that's quite easy, which I've just said, but I'll be quite specific. Uh, number one is. We want to add on capacities. Uh, We want to focus on those markets where we feel that there is um, room uh, for improvement, which is we want to uh, focus a lot in um, South, in West. uh, And uh, we want to strengthen our uh, markets where we are already strong, which is East and Northeast. We want to get into... uh, Uh, those uh, products and uh, those products where we are already working on so that this becomes a multi-product company as well, where at least in Nepal, you know, we are, we are into uh, a whole range of FMCG products. So similar by keeping uh, the similar mindset, you know, we want to do the same thing uh, in India and India becomes a base for us to probably replicate in other parts of the world as well. So that's number two. Number three is obviously looking at an inorganic growth. Um, Like I said that, you know, we are looking at uh, acquiring companies and this acquisition probably could... Uh, lead us into fast-tracking our whole uh, distribution play.
2: So, if you could highlight in terms of m opportunities, which are the specific areas that you're looking at exploring uh, among uh, among potential companies that you'd like to acquire?
3: So, Priya, at the moment, uh, we already are, in fact, uh, reviewing uh, uh, multiple proposals which our investment bankers they bring to me. And uh, the, the proposals that have come to me are right now companies based out of South and West. And that is primarily also my... Uh, my target, which I want to look at, uh, in terms of getting or let's say getting into those or uh, making inroads in in these uh, in these regions. Right. Uh, talk
2: to us about your kind of revenue targets going forward. I understand that you have ambitious plans of expansion, as we just highlighted. But in terms of revenue, uh, what is your target for FY '22? If you could highlight that, please.
3: So we're looking at a thousand crore plus.
2: And in terms of growth, year on your growth, is there a target around that?
3: So it's about. Uh, Almost 40 to
2: 50%. Okay. In these kind of market conditions, do you think that this kind of demand for convenience food will sustain? Because the last few months growth has been more than what normally has been the growth in the kind of market. So do you expect this kind of growth trajectory to continue?
3: I think so. Uh, When I speak to people uh, uh, in other industries as well. So uh, the whole idea and the whole uh, narrative of work from home, I think that is going to probably change the whole business dynamics. Right. Uh, that's what I feel. And uh, if you if you ask me, uh, there are companies who said that probably even uh, for this coming year, which is 2021. Uh, they said that, you know, they will probably make this a part of their routine calendar that, yes, uh, work from home is a new concept. And uh, I think it's worked well for uh, multiple companies. And uh, the whole idea of obviously packaged food is also going to uh, not just sustain, but I think there'll be a good growth for the packaged food industry, keeping in mind the safety, the health, and also the whole idea of uh, work from home means that your packaged food uh, industry is, is, is you know, it's, it's proportionately related. So uh, I think the consumption pattern will go up. What's the share of business
2: from online channels at this point in time? And are you looking at beefing that up going forward?
3: Yeah, so um, e-commerce business is actually, it's it's grown exponentially during these times. Um, You know, that is something where we've uh, started to put a much greater impetus Uh, during the uh, COVID. You know, that's when we realized that uh, uh, this this whole new channel of uh, distribution, you know, this is something one can never, ever ignore going forward. And uh, we've also put together our uh, e-com team, you know, uh, the modern trade team. So, so I feel that uh, this, this, this platform is going to explode in a, in a, in a, in a good way.
2: A uh, final question on funding. Uh, you have ambitious expansion plans with that. Uh, there's always a need for capital. Are you going to be exploring external co- uh, sources of capital? No,
3: no we will not. Priya. So like I said, so far, you know, by God's grace, uh, Um, we've been uh, funding everything ourselves and even uh, going forward, we will uh, continue to fund ourselves.
2: On that note, many thanks for joining us for this interview. Thank you for joining us on Daily Dispatch.
3: Thanks. Thanks, Priya. Well,
2: time now to
1: say goodbye. Many thanks for joining us on this very special show. I'll see you tomorrow at 5 p.m. Goodbye. and see you tomorrow.
0: Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Just look for your story. Or log in to yourstory.com Thanks for listening to Daily Dispatch by Your Story.